I was wondering if you guys could help me out with some of that wacky tobacco. Just what she said. I got money. Like a furnace. Pilot like so high dead, I keep burning. So lit. I confirm it. Already so high, now let's get more lit. More Like a furnace. Pilot like so high dead, I keep burning. So Joe House, man. Joe House is Batman and Superman together. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, man, I'm just a guy who's been just uh, consumed with art, filled with art, filled with doing music since probably, what, six, seven years old. That's all I really wanted to do. You know, I've had, you know, fun doing other shit, man, but I was just put on this earth to do music, man, to push my art forward, you know what I mean? So, that's all I've been. I've just been possessed with this shit since six, you know? Generate on me one blood. This is weed, nigga, not drugs. All we really wanna do is smoke good. With the blinds and the cribs, we're both us. With the browns and the blacks, like we both should. Getting money over bitches like the old shit. So good with my veteran squad. Eating ice house, school, never messing with law. DA never swept me with my medical car. Puffing on a fast clip, gotta be closer with God. Nate New Balance Witzel here with the Act Like You New podcast. Welcome to episode one here at the Platform Collection Podcast Network. Super honored to have Joe Haas of Dag Savage, which is Joe Haas, an exile of the Dirty Science family uh, up in Los Angeles. Um, I could not think of a better way to kick the podcast off. So grateful that I get to be here. Thankful that you showed up and hope that you enjoy everything you hear while you're here. Um... I was lucky enough to reach out to Joe Haas and connect with him as he and Exile released the Furnace EP. It's the first we've heard from Dag Savage for four years, so it's super good to be able to hear some fresh music from them, and um, and you're going to hear all kinds of crazy stuff about how they've grown and changed and uh, the direction they're going from Joe Haas himself, so with no further ado, act like you knew. Thank you so much for taking some time to spend with us at the Act Like You New podcast on the PlatformCollection.com podcast network. Um, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, man. <laughs> likewise, man. Likewise, man. It's been a minute. It's yep. been a minute for yep. sure. How you doing? How's life? How's, how's Joe Oz? Man, Joe Oz is feeling good, man. It feels good to have some art back in the atmosphere, man. You yep. know, you know yep. it's been a long time coming, man. Just getting my feet wet again and shit, man. It, it feels real good, like a rebirth, man, definitely. Good, yeah. It, it has been. I didn't realize how long it has been. I mean, we're talking, yeah. what, 2014? Yeah, like 2014, man. You man. know, 2014, 2014. But that speaks volumes of the quality of your music because you've toured the world on that E&J album plus the EP that came before it. Um, yeah, so yeah. that says a lot about your music. Man, I, I hope so, right? <laughs> I hope so, man. Definitely. Um, well, so the Furnace EP that HipHopDX.com just featured is what got the ball rolling for this interview. And uh, I think it's the perfect place to like use as our jump-off point. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Like, uh, dude, that shit just came together like shit came together like magic, man. And we just sparked the idea like, yo, let's drop an EP like right now, you know? Yeah. Yep. It wasn't no pre pre premeditated thought. It was like let's just drop this shit like right now, right now. You know, dope. Yeah, that's and I think that's where a lot of good art comes from, right? It's just in the moment, impromptu, jazz style, like do yeah. it. Yep, yep, yep. All right. No, it's no perfect moment, man. You know. Yep. Totally. Hundred percent. That's uh yeah. If you saw my setup in my bedroom that we're recording on, <laughs> you you know I believe that. Um, yeah. So I always ask this question first, though, before I, you know, before I dive into any interview, the first time I, I interview an artist, I like to ask this question. So who is Joe Haas? Who is Joe Haas, man? Joe Haas is Batman and Superman together. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, man, I'm just a guy who's been just uh, consumed with art, filled with art, filled with doing music since probably, what, six, seven years old. That's all I really wanted to do. You know, I've had you know, fun doing other shit, man. But I was just put on this earth to do music, man, to push my art forward. You know what I mean? So that's all I've been. I've just been possessed with this shit since six, you know? Yeah. 
I'm I'm really happy you said possessed with this too, because we're gonna get into that later. Um yeah, but yeah. that that definitely points us forward. Um let's jump into the furnace EP. Um fully produced by Exile, right? So it's uh right. it's one track with like a, a dub uh remix. Yeah, then, yeah, my man Tim Man. Shout out Tim Man. Dope. And then it features your label mates, the Art, Last Artful Dodger, Fashion, Blue, and Cassius King. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Break it down. Yeah, so you told us a little bit. You said, you know, that this kind of came together naturally. It just made sense. It all kind of worked, fit together, came out. But can you break down a little bit about the process and the content and uh, how you feel now that it's out there? Well, with Furnace, man, when we was on the road last year, uh, celebrating like the 10 year anniversary of uh, below the heavens yep. you know exile was playing beats in the car and uh that was one of the beats that came up and i was like yo put a star by that that's joe house right there you know what i mean put a yeah. star by that and uh once we get off the road and once i get some time you know i'm gonna I'm try to pin some shit together for that or whatever you know what yeah. I mean? so uh we got off the road but i didn't immediately like start uh working on that record man i kind of went through like I, it's not a writer's block, but I was just trying to get motivated off shit to say or whatever. So I was just chilling, you know what I mean? And then, uh, I, I went, I ended up going to the lab, like, all right, let's just go to the lab and see, see, see what we could come with. So I went to the lab and the beat came on and I just started immediately coming with smoking on the line, line, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, uh-huh. So I just started like, yo, man, let me, let me try to do something different. Not like, I never go into shit like, oh, I'm going to try to do something different. You know what I mean? I just go to, what the beat motivates me to do. And I was like, I was feeling kind of like some singing, kind of like some Island style, like mixed together, whatever, you know totally. what I mean? And, uh, and so we came with that shit. I sent it to X. I was like, this shit is fire. You know what I mean? Um, Dodgers going to come through in a sec, man. I, I'm a player for it. And she came through that same day I was gone. And okay. then like, he, he called me back like, man, it might've been 12 minutes later and she had the whole hook and everything done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, we was like, oh, that shit is ill. So then Fash heard it and was like, yo, I'm gonna hop on it. And that's how it came together. Dumb. You know what I mean? And so this is Furnace off of the Furnace EP by Dag Savage featuring Fashion and the last Artful Dodger. <laughs> Plenty of venues, 
one's trying to sue us. No one said him cannot burn. Still, high as fuck, I probably keep it clad. Now gravity, the shit can get me down. I'm a politic and twist the pound. Stand on top of it like it's a mound. Chipped up, no Frito Lay. I got THC in my DNA. And Doc say that I'll be okay if I smoke a OZ a day. Roger that. Joe High, sweat Dodger Rat. They say I'm not attached to my ganja. It's just not a fact, you ain't gotta ask. If I burn it, pass like that, homie. Violent like so hard day that keep burning so late. I confirm it. Already so high now let's get more late. Like a furnace. Violent like so hard day that keep burning so late. I confirm it. Already so high now let's get more late. Is that how you guys work as a team? Is it like eggs plays a beat? Everybody kind of gets their their claim at it. Somebody says, "No, that's me." Nah, nah that that's nah. No, normally, I mean, like it just it just depends. I'm okay. sure he plays a beat that he played for me to other cats as well. Totally, but it's kind of like uh, you know, he'll send me a, some beats, or I'm over there. But a lot of times he'll send me some beats, and I'll just like vibe, cut, talk about it, like what direction we want to go in. Boom, I'll try. You know, try to our ideas, try each direction. And then, you know, a lot of times, like a lot of times, man, we'll have a song that has like four different versions of it. And then they pick the best one or whatever. You know what I mean? Because or there'll be some times where I did a song to a beat. But then my man Choosy did a song to the beat and maybe his shit came out iller. So Choosy got one to track. You know what I mean? Sometimes shit like that happens. But most of the time, you know, with me and him, he'll have like a we'll have an idea of what we want to do or sounds that we're trying to go and. He'll have an idea, I'll have an idea, and we're just trying to make it mess together, man. Yeah. But it's a lot of, like, we, sometimes, man, like, with Furnace, we didn't do no remix. That was just it, you know what I mean? But, like, for instance, like, when we did When It Rains, I did about three versions of that shit, you know oh, what I mean? Damn, yeah. And, and the it, first version ended up being the one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, is there uh, is there any way that, uh, you know, people ever will hear the other versions? You know, is that like I mean, a, a B-side that's really thing? On XL, man. That's, that's really on Exile, man. He's the oh, sensei that, on that. <laughs> he's the filter. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, he's the sensei on that. Maybe, you know what I mean? But that's, he's the sensei on shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and the dojo space sounds really cool, too, then. Like, because if you know that somebody might hop on that beat and outdo you, you guys are all probably bringing your A-game. Like, uh, of course you are anyway, but this yeah, idea. Yeah, you have to. I mean, yeah. when you fucking with Exile, I mean, totally. you got to come with your A-game because he's really straight to the point man you might be really in love with a song and he might oh that's cool or whatever you know what yeah, i mean so yeah. you gotta have a thick skin to really work with exile some people get pissed man you know because some people have never been told like do this shit over you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah. Like, yeah you know what i mean like yeah. you know we've worked with artists where we were like yo do this shit over and then they never acted cool again <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm used to it because i work with exile for however fucking long, you know what I mean? But, like, some cats can't take it. But with Exile, I man, you got to have thick skin, man, and just he tries to push you to the highest level you can go. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's what I love about bro. But, yeah, he's, everything, yeah, you got to come with it, man, or somebody else will get it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Now, on that yeah. same tip, this wasn't scripted here. You know, like, I didn't have this idea in my mind, but it makes me want to ask, like, stepping to the microphone, like, in that space after Below the Heavens and Boy Meets World, what was it like, you know, knowing the E and J was like the third in this like trilogy thus far, but you know, once well, Black Bean comes out, but you know what I mean? Like, how did you feel step into it? Like, was there pressure? Nah, I didn't feel shit, man, because I wasn't even like thinking about that. I was just thinking like, yeah, we just going to try to make a, a album together, man, and just yeah. see what happens, man. If I were to start thinking about, you know, especially how um, monumental and shit below the heavens was, yeah. I would have been stuck in neutral forever you know totally. what i mean I, yeah. I see some artists do that trying to work with x it's like i never it's like yeah I, below the heavens was you know child number one you know what i mean like yeah. whatever boys in this world child number two i'm child number three i can't really you know what i mean yeah, i'm just yeah. i'm just in the middle child zone or the whatever the baby zone or whatever yeah totally. nah, i felt no pressure man and XL, yeah. he did a good job of 
not making me feel pressure, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we just yeah. went into it and did Johans and did Exile, and that's just how I came out, man. Same. And, you know, with our crew, man, we all real supportive, you know? Yep. Yeah, no, if everybody's for real, like up front, like yo, man, that shit ain't that ain't the one, man. <laughs> that's that's for that's fire. You know what I mean? Totally. So, yeah, yeah, no pressure, man. Oh, well, so uh, Hip Hop DX did a nice little uh, premiere of the of the EP, and uh, so is your Twitter and your Instagram just going off right now? Yeah, man, it's it's, it's picking up steam, man. It's, it's been a lot of good feedback, you know. Uh, like I said before, man, it's been a minute since I came out, man. But this time, like when I dropped. E&J, I was feeling pressure to like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, like yo, this is like, that was like my first for real solo album. You know yeah. I and mean? I was feeling pressure like, yo, I wonder how people are going to take to it. I wonder how people are going to like it. But mm-hmm. this right here, man, it just feels like no pressure, a rebirth. And I'm just like appreciative of any type of love, any type of feedback, man. This is, this right here, man, it just feels good. Like, yo, we just pull some shit off. And I, I think, I think so far, man, it's been getting a good vibe, man. Yeah, you know, like it's there's a there's a sonically we're trying to go somewhere different, but not on purpose. It's just you know four years if you're still in that same if you're still in the 2014 space artistically something's wrong, right? Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. So I just I feel like I've grown as an artist. My yep. ear has grown. I'm trying to do things different than I did in 2014 all the way around. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Not just musically, visually, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I feel good, man. My, I don't feel as much pressure. I just feel like, yeah, this is, this feels good, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And that's funny you bring up the visual because I was going to say that. Um, I think it's just representative of content and where you're at head wise, heart wise, all that. Um, because yeah. just the colors used compared to a very dark and heavy E and J and the, uh, and the, uh, EP that came out before that. Um, yeah. you know, that yellow on the black, it was kind of, you know, it's all kind of, very religious and dark and you know what I mean? And so yeah. to see this bright pop in art, you know, you know, something's changed. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, yeah. E and J was a one, one moment in time and uh volition, yep. you know, would be something different, man. And just like you have to pro- music and social media and everything was different in 2004. You know, I didn't even really know social media crazy like that. You know yeah. what I mean? In 2014, man. So now I have a better understanding. That's kind of, that's part of the long break as well. Like kind of fig, trying to figure out this industry. Like fuck, okay, you know, because when we put out E and J, I mean CDs still was relevant. You totally. know what I mean? But then yep. fuck, right? When I put out E and J, three months later, hey, CDs is like having an A track now. You know what I mean? Totally. It's just certain approaches are just like different. You know, we go to Europe, like I said, we go to Europe and they'd be like, fuck CD, man. You don't want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want tapes though, huh? Not tapes, yeah. Vi- mostly vinyl, vinyl, you know what yeah, I mean? Of course. But, um, tapes and vinyl, but CDs, man, you cannot, you can give that shit <laughs> away for a yep. Nah, man. You know, you have to just, yeah, man. So, I mean, things have changed and we've learned how to adapt, man. I feel like I finally figured this shit out. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, so I'm happy, man. I'm happy with the new approach, you know? Dope. Yep. Well, let's dive into the music. Uh, let's yeah. see here. Furnace, right? The first track on the EP. It's like super yeah. vibey. It has, like you said, an island feel. It's fun loving. I- I'm going to yeah. call it the yin for our conversation. You know, the yin to the yang. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your yin right there. It's chill. It's the peace, right? And it feels yeah. like the remedy to the disease that if you're down kind of describes. Yeah. Is yeah, that an yeah, accurate yeah. assessment? Like, did I touch yeah, on that? Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah, definitely, man. It was this, this is, you know, how the world is right now, man. You, you need, you know, you need that feel good energy, man. If, especially what's going on in the government and everything. You cannot, you can't, I think you would get in the depression mode if you just totally focus on dark times and shit, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't think that's good for anybody, man, to be focused just on it, what's down, man. So I, you know, we kind of, we kind of did that shit, at least furnace like some smoke out weed festival shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had the weed festivals and shit, man. Yeah, yeah. definitely. definitely. Yeah. And, and I think that's uh, what uh, Justin Ivy called it too uh, on the hip hop DX feature, whatever the release. Um, definitely just like a laid back kind of chill weed, weed vibe track. Yeah. 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 I think it's something different. Nobody's heard uh, Dax Savage in, in, in that type of realm. You know? So Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It definitely feels more like, uh, yeah, weed, 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 and any of the drugs, like on Bad Trip, right? Any drug-related thing on anything earlier felt really heavy, and this feels almost playful and definitely lighthearted. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so then you got like the you got the Tin Man's version kind of sitting in the middle. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to touch a bunch on that. I mean, how'd that come together? How did what, what was the well, idea? That's there my first? man. That's that's really initially I met him through Exile. Okay. You know, and uh, he 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 has like an abstract sound, like real ill as fuck, like, but it's almost like funk too. If you heard his other shit, man, like I can't explain it. Almost like a mixture of like fucking funk and door shit. If you heard his other shit, but um, you know, we actually always had the idea to do like a remix for that song and we passed it around to different producers and he killed it the most. So, okay. you know, dope. that's just how that came about. I thought his shit was like straight Regamon Yardman, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you, and then you change it, right? You, you, you put the, the, the Yang to that Yin, um, you right. know, you blue and costs, well, cash is King. Um, yeah. you guys all kind of really go in there. Like, you hit you, it's it's hard hitting, you know what yeah. I mean lyrically, um, and this track uh, it kind of bears the weight of everything like you said that that would depress us if we stayed there. Um, everything going on in the world, particularly here in the U.S., especially yes. when that whole the Black Panther mural on Crenshaw was just defaced with the swastikas, right? You saw that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, these motherfuckers ain't playing, man. They, they put the board in your face now. You know, before it was still and that, I was always been in your face, but. Nobody's ever been bold to go to Lemur Park and do some shit like that, yeah. man. You know, you know. So now it's just more like, hey, man, it's us versus y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always been like that, but it's now it's more in your face, man. So you got to combat that as well. You know what I mean? Totally. And that's why I don't even think combating injustice is not really a depressive thing. You know what I'm saying? Dep- yeah. Depressing type thing. But it's just one of the things that's needed to be done. But if you have to slay, and I'm when I mean devil, I don't mean like white devils. But if you got to slay devils all day, sometimes it could get you down because you're just straight killing, taking fools' heads off in the name of justice. But yep. it still can weigh on you, right? Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. You'd rather you would rather have to uh, be happy about justice than be sad about injustice, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you combine that with uh, on ENJ, you have that line where you talk about uh, Trayvon Martin being in the all white hoodie, um, mm-hmm. and here we are four years later. We're still that that spirit still obviously exists, but it, it is more in your face. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a supernatural fit for Cassius King. Like he sits in that pocket really well. A lot of his art is there. Yeah, yeah. But something new kind of feels like it got pulled out of blue on this one. Man, Blue, man, you know, Blue is the guy, he's in a different chamber, man. Yeah, with, with that burst, man, I was like, yo, bro, 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 you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, you, you went there on there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Totally. If people really do the knowledge on there, they really gonna have to sit back and rewind that a few times. Uh-huh. The shit he was saying was, you may not want to even accept it, man, but it's reality, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. You may not even want to accept it, man. And like, like my man Cash is king, dude, I'm telling you, dude, the thing with my brother, man, you already know if you send him a track and you go first, nine times out of ten, he's going to body you because it's just so good, man. Yep. I hate when that fool goes after me, but I love it, but I hate it because it's like, ah, man, you already know you, you're a goner pretty much. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yep. But that's why I love bro, man. He's just, he's one of the best, man. One of the most slept on, but we're going to try to change that, man. But he's definitely one of the best, man. I'm telling you right now. You heard it from Joe Oz. This is Dag Savage featuring Blue and Cassius King. If you're down. Unify our 
smoking. Well, where my landslide? You feel me? Put your hands high. Something like you reaching the solar. Low cola than a mink on a polar. Some say they praising the lie. Others speak to Jehovah. Like you moving too fast. One blink and it's over. Unified like a motion. Saying prayer for our leaders. Speak that Uchi Chakali and watch it bang through the speakers. Ah, you up, to help you up from the ground. Take a journey through the mind and find yourself if you're down. Like they did, killing is a villain like Satan. Save men, go to war and pray for them, not spray on them. Every Muslim you know got the K on them, and ain't nobody I know you know about to save them. But everybody know that the U.S. is killing them. It's true. Anybody down to tell the truth? For the black population, infection is the cure, so my feelings is mixed. Victims of the Hitler turn to Palestine occupations. Hood guys and the villains get switched. Look, the illest rappers out, the ones healing the sick. A brick bouncing off the backboard, building the fence. You couldn't climb. Put it on and put it in my rhymes. Put the stake inside the bloody, then put it in the sky where the mind meets the wisdom. Heaven meet the ghetto. We was in the realm with divine beings living. Skin shaded brown, but my mind colored down. Body is free, but your mind being prison. Let's start a revolution. A mind sitting idols, a mind the devil's using. That's woke shit. Knowing it was written for a roast shit. A wise man, no, he really don't know shit. Represent the crown if you damn. in the family if if you didn't belong there you know so yeah we all, it's, it's brother, brotherhood shit man for real so can i take a second to go on a tangent with you real quick yeah man fuck it this tangent dude <laughs> uh, what do you think the answer is right like you you create art that helps right but but with all this stuff going on with you know like you said uh you know with with trayvon stuff with which is all this uh, police brutality, just everything that's obviously weighing on our society right now. Yeah. How do we, as as hip, you know, in hip hop, what do you think is the answer? Man, oh, that's a good one, man. I mean, I think one of the answers, just not in hip, in hip hop, just in general in life, man, you gotta do self reflection. You know what I'm saying? And you want to, yeah. and you gotta see, like, okay, look, do I want to be viewed in this light where? I'm standing up for uh, police brutality. I like police police brutality. I'm in support of uh, you know immigrant brutality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, it may sound cool online to talk that shit and to troll that shit, but if you really, really do inner reflection, self reflection, do you really like how you look? You know what I mean? Like, totally. are you really proud of how you're standing? Like, when the record books is is all said and done, it's like, yo, you were on this side of the fence, and I think 
people, man, when they when when they when you start to self reflect, because I've done a lot of that in the past two years, man, just yeah. self reflect, self reflection, yeah, yeah. and I think, man, like once you 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 do inner reflection, inner thoughts, and you try to figure out who the person you want to be, and the person you want to, I want to be, may not be the same as you know. New balance, but if we're on the same accord, because I think the majority of the world wants what peace, right? Love, yeah. peace, and happiness, right? Yep. So I don't necessarily have to agree with everything you like and vice versa, but I think what's going on right now is just that the it's so extremely like at least the people that are in control are so extremely on some negative shit that. It's causing like a civil war because I mean I've known people I mean I'm, I'm not, I ain't gonna date myself or shit I mean like <laughs> I've lived when there were a few Republican motherfucking presidents and it never was this bad even George Bush I mean like shit he was fucked up but he wasn't this crazy to where you know what I mean yeah. where he's calling people terrorists and he's gonna build a wall I mean when you say that I mean basically you're just trying to get shit popping yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you're trying to get shit popping and I mean like that things like that I mean with hip hop I mean. It'll never go back to the golden era where you had stop the violence and fight the power and records like that. But those records are still needed, man. Yeah. Along with the, the, we just need more balance, man, to to really make a difference. Because I mean, look, everybody's on the same accord. I think of us, like hip hop people, art artful people, we're all on the same accord. Like this is some bullshit going on. We have to make a change. But I think. With uh, people are scared of backlash. Some people, you know, shit is so like thirty seconds pub in a microwave that you don't get to dwell on that enough. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. You don't get to dwell on like it's just like okay, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. So if we sit back and do some inner uh, self reflection, and when you do that, that's more than thirty seconds. You, you might need five seconds just to be quiet and just listen to your heartbeat, man, and just listen to your thoughts. You know what I mean? So I just totally. think more self reflection so you can understand. When you know when you know who you are and you look inside the mirror and you know your insides, you can better share that and try to mold other people to the same vibe you on or just yeah. mesh that vibe together. You get what I mean? Yeah, totally. If, if, if that wasn't too long windy, you know what no, I'm saying? No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> and you know what's awesome about that though is is that's exactly where my next question is leading. So yeah, I, I don't even have to ask the whole question, but. You know, this album is like, like I said, we're going to call it the yin and the yang. And mm-hmm. I've I've known two sides of you, a yin and a yang, um, where I feel like you're one of the warmest dudes in the industry, like yeah. welcoming, inviting. Yeah. At the same time, I don't know if I've ever been as intimidated by an artist, <laughs> especially an artist I feel somewhat, whatever, close to or whatever. Yeah. Um. And so there is this dynamic in you that's very yin and yang. And do you think that that's like a... That those two things dwell in you? Am I am I describing you well? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely. I mean, but my intentions is never to intimidate someone, right? Totally. But my vibe and my approach to like, if you see me and you see me at an event, nine times out of ten, I'm about to um, express myself, right? Totally. So, you know, I'm in my boxer zone kind of, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm just, I'm really just ready to 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 rip the stage apart, man. So people have said that, man. I try to work on that, but it's, what the fuck can I do? Yeah, Joe, totally, totally. Animal, man. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, how I grew up, what I've seen in life, just, you know, you know, it all plays a part into how I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, I've experienced some trauma shit and I've experienced the most love any man can experience. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yes. and it just kind of, Maybe it shows in me more than others, man. But I mean, like, that's just how I am, man. I'm cool. I'm a pops. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, of course, I got that. I got that love inside. But I'm also a dude that's, you know, was in jail at, at Juvenile Hall along like a lot of times from 13 to 17. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Also, I've seen a lot of shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen crackhead relatives, all types of shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So and that and that's just who I am. And I, I think that's how I'll be like that. To the day I die, but like I said before, I've been doing a lot of just self-reflection, inner reflection, man, yeah. and, and trying to make people feel more comfortable around me without compromising myself. Ooh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, because I, I I am one of them type of cats, man. Like, you know, like uh, how do you say, man? Like, I'm real high, 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 or I'm real passionate, man. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. So I something that might be little to one guy. And that particular moment, it might be big in my hand. And the next time, like, it ain't shit, but 
I already made it big, so fuck it. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all have you know, a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, yeah. It's totally. just that passion, man. It's yep. that passion. Man. Yeah. That's, that's so funny because I was going to, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, it's weird how, how I tapped into where you're at, but um, my students trip out when I do that to them too uh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. But I'm curious, do you, is this self-reflection? Is this a, a, an attempt? Like, it sounds like you recognize that these two polar um, uh, opposites exist inside this man, Johas, and yeah. Yeah. that you are through it sounds like almost meditation maybe i don't know if you ever tried dmt or you know if you've if, uh, nah, i don't, nah, hell, nah. I don't so, know what you're man i'm telling you man like uh dude the the more i live the the less need for uh toxins that i have yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. i've never been a i've done shrooms and shit i've never been a dmt dude never been a cocaine dude nothing yeah, like yeah. that you know what i mean and yep. nowadays the weed is real strong so i'm like you know, I hit it, but I don't hit it like you. Like, I couldn't smoke 10 blunts anymore. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Totally. You know yep. I'd be ready to try to find Venus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not just, just living, man. Just just finding out who I am, man. And just, you know, and just and just trying to uh, work on it, you know, for the good and bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Trying to be less just, like, worried about an image and just be true to who I am. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know. It's beautiful to hear. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that leads us right into, funny enough, old time, uh, for old time's sake, off of E&J. I wanted to touch on that because you do. You talk about how uh, you had family that struggled with alcoholism, drug addiction. Your pop's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, putting hands on you. Uh, Juvie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. I love this line. Being the, on- yep. Being the <laughs> only Negro Nino out in TJ. Mm-hmm. Right? Being yeah, nine man. years old yeah. fighting high schoolers. Yeah. Suffering yeah, sexual abuse. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. It's real. You know, and as a teacher, you know, of 11 years now, working in Compton, South Central, Southeast Dago, and at Garfield downtown now in San Diego, um, mm-hmm. I can't help but look back at what you said earlier and touch on, like, your intensity comes from that story in my head. Is that is that accurate? Like, did you kind of lead Man, to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely my intensity and, and all that comes just from my upbringing, man. And that, like I say, like, I had I had a you know, the best of both worlds. I had a good upbringing, but you know, I had, I've experienced some ill shit, you know what yeah, I mean? As yeah. well. You know what I mean? And just like all that shit, man, like living in TJ, you know, nine years old, being the only black out there, you know what I mean? Even though I had Sp- Spanish in me, I look like a brother or I look like a mixed brother. You know what I mean? I'm darker than anybody else out there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and you got to figure what day and ages was this pre-social media, you know what I'm saying? So it would be older people to bet like, it would just make their day if they be the black kid. They don't yeah. give a fuck if it's nine years old or what, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, so the first year I lived out there, man, I was just fighting everybody all day. Fools running up on me. And after I fought everybody, then everybody became cool. And I had to like self-teach myself, myself Spanish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just had to learn on my own. Like I had one friend out there, my man Alfredo and, you know, he was the only cat, man. He had, uh, he had cable, like, you know, I didn't have cable. He had cable, he had the satellite, so he would take the rap videos, and I would ask him, like, yo, so in Spanish, or in English, this is a ball, and he'd be like, okay, in Spanish, this is pelota, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. it was just shit like that, man, you yeah. know, and, and, and you know, I, I, I wouldn't change any of it, because it made me who I am, man, especially TJ. I don't think I would be into music as much if I didn't live out there, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, super. I want to touch on that another time. I, I, I want to respect your time as well. I want yeah, to. I'm, I'm going to put that in my like mental cachet, and we'll revisit <laughs> that next time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what role? It kind of touches on this though. What role has hip hop played? Whether it's the music, the culture, the community played in helping you process and heal from the demons that that we all wrestle with to some degree, but that those specific traumas like have led to, like how how have you healed and stuff through the music? Well, man, I'll tell you this much, man. If it wasn't for me being so passionate about hip hop, you know, there's people that are in jail. Yeah. I would be under the jail, (laughs) you know, cause I was headed, I was headed to 20 years in the penitentiary, man. Every summer, every summer, I would just be locked up for some dumb shit. And once you do, once you, it's, you know, once you get caught in the system, man, if you sneeze the wrong way, they'll put your ass back in jail. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And the last time, I don't want to say what I did, but it was some serious shit. And I was facing, you know, a lot of time. And by the grace of God, a lot of uh, counselors and teachers spoke up for me like, nah, man, this kid, 
is not like that, man, giving a second chance. And I mean, I still got locked up, but it wasn't nearly as long as, uh, you know, I was supposed to be, man. Yeah. And it was like the day I got locked up, I remember this, the day I got locked up, man, I had finally, I was finally, you know, on a basketball team. I was doing my thing. You know what I mean? I was yeah. showing motherfuckers. I was about, it was so good. Everything was dope, man. I was, you know, and I just made one bad fucking mistake, man. And it almost cost me my whole life, man. So when I was sitting in that cell, I was like, man, if I get out, because, you know, obviously I miss the rest of the season. I'm going to miss, like, fucking graduation, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, when I get out, man, I'm just going to focus on just doing this music and at the time playing hoops and shit and football and all that. And, you know, when I got out, man, I really never got in trouble again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it just, it just, I just went head on with MCing, man, and just started my journey, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, real quick, a little uh, side note to that. How's it feel that, uh, to know Morris won CIF this year? Man, hey, that's cool, man. I think that's good for Morris, Lincoln. Did you, go to, you went to Morris, uh, right? No, 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 no. I went What'd to Madison. Go? Oh, you went to Madison. Madison. Okay, okay. Yeah, we put up a lot of championships, baby. <laughs> oh, no, they, yeah, definitely. You know what's funny yeah, but is... Nah, uh, I think Morris, like Morris, it's good for Morris, since we speak on that. It's good for Morris and San Diego Highs and the Lincolns yeah, and the yeah. Hoovers to do good because yeah. nowadays... You know, all the good kids that live in the inner city, they go to like the private schools. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So for a team to be bred in the hood and do their thing, that that's that's beautiful, man. Yes, yes. Forever, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like a kid to be living on Imperial and he's going to school in Del Mar because they don't care about his education. They just want to win. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yep. And you know, which is a good thing too. But I feel like, man, shit, man, maybe uh, you know, some people's parents can't get you way out to Del Mar. You know? Yep. Yeah, sure. that's, that's dope. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I thought you went to Morris. Uh, I think because one of your old rap like uh, kind of partners, uh, uh, Dijon Lunsford, right? He went to Morris though, right? Is that uh, crazy? We both went to Madison. You okay. had the M. Okay, you had the M. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. we were, it was Madison. Hands. Okay, Madison. Hands, for yeah, sure. It was funny. Okay, sure. that's my guy. Shout out Dijon. Man. Right? Sure. I mean, I dude, that guy can rap too. Yeah, man. Um, let's see here. So your let's let's get back into it. So. Your entire catalog carries this like cosmic war theme, this heaven versus hell, good versus evil, right? And it and it it crawls. Uh, yeah, I, as far as what catalog, the Dag Savage. Yeah, everything that you've done with the, as Dag Savage. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man, definitely. And through Exile's production, it literally like crawls into the ears of listeners, and and you can feel these textures that can be eerie at times, even. Um, and the and the cover of E and J even is like, isn't it your guys' faces and then flames in the background? Man, probably. I don't even. Yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might be. You know what I'm saying? I'm bad with shit like that, but I think so, man. But I know, you know, we were scouting, and you know, it was just like it's it was fucking. It was definitely an intent to come with some. Dark soul shit, yeah. on E and J. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it was just like a dark soul shit, man. You know, I was living in L.A., baby. Like, you know, like straight up, like you know, living, man. Like really living in L.A., putting on my big boy pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Paying rent, like yeah, yo, yeah. sunset. You know, like getting it in, man. But really, really living, man. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Really, really living. You know, but I, I matured so much through that experience, man. You know, yeah, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't make that trek to L.A. You know? Yeah. Yep. Well, on that same tip, you know, religion, it's, it shows its face in a lot of your work, right? And, and if I'm correct, maybe I got another M wrong, but you identify as Muslim? Well, I think that's what I am the most comfortable with through my life, you know. But yeah. at this current juncture, I wouldn't call myself religious. I'm reanalyzing, reevaluating everything. Yeah. But if you put me in a corner, I think the most thing that I'm comfortable with and yeah. the things I have the most knowledge about is Islam. Yeah. But right now I cannot really say that I am quote unquote Muslim. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just like a believer of the most high right now. I need to, I'm really just reading both the Bible. I'm reading the Quran. I'm reading 5% lessons. I'm studying Buddhism. I'm really just on the most high power. You know, I'm not really tripping off a title because I think titles divide us, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Titles divide us, man. Because it's, and people act so ignorant since we're going to touch on Islam. And I trip out, man. Like, Islam is like saying boogie, man. You know, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. It, 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 yeah, with dumbasses. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, I mean, 
I always speak upon this because I got love for Muslims. Like I said, if you back me in a corner, I know the most about Islam, right? Okay, yeah. But if you look at it, right, the majority of the United States are Christians, right? Yes. Am I right or wrong? At least, so, at, at least like a, a surface level cultural kind of thing, yes. And we'll say it. 70%. Yeah. Okay. Right? Sure. Christian, Catholic, something, right? Yep, yep, you yep. get where I'm going here, yeah, right? Totally. But the much so. If the majority of people in the United States are Christian, that means the majority of murders are done by Christians, the majority of crimes, the majority of molestation, whatever. Yeah. But we don't say, oh, all the Christians are all murderers. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, fuck it. If we don't keep it real, the majority of the world is Christian, so the majority of the bad shit in the world is done by Christians if you want to be an asshole. That's but obviously, yeah. you're tripping if you say that. But when you see some dumbass, possessed, weirdo, wannabe Muslim dude do some foul shit, all the Muslims are bad. It's like, dude, you cannot separate a evil ass person from a true muslim and that's what bothers me yeah. you know what i mean yeah that's what bothers me man yeah. but it also bothers me that a motherfucker can read the quran and really get from that kill everybody like come on dude yeah, <laughs> you know what totally. i'm saying yeah yeah so i don't know what's the motivation behind that but yeah i mean like like i say i identify with islam the most but i ain't gonna sit up here right now and say like I'm a, i don't know i just i don't feel comfortable saying i'm any religion right now i'm reevaluating all that shit you yeah know? Yeah, dope. And you, and you, interestingly, you, you've always, uh, again, in the Dag Savage kind of like yeah. uh, bookend so far, um, yeah. you've always like mentioned it and it's always been something that you've critiqued and honored. And you even do the same with uh, the second track on the EP right here, right? Um, yeah. And so religion has been this presence, let's just say. And even so yeah. much, it's uncomfortable. Bad Trip gets a little uncomfortable, right? You talk about even having like, where a pastor has you like jerk off in front of him watching porn, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Some shit like that. I would be forgetting the lyrics, yeah. But yeah. you know, sometimes you just like to fuck your whole head up. And, you and you, I mean? Yeah, and you do. <laughs> and you do. Um, and that trip, the, the the song does what it says it's gonna do, right? It's like onomatopoetic. Yeah. Um, yeah. You exile uh, Ad Adad um, and yeah, satire. Adad. You guys create a whole nother world and take people there. And Ganja Sufi too. Oh, is Ganja Sufi there? He's, He's on the hook. Okay, yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Another, another SD head. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, but how did that all come together? Man, I I think uh, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, Exile was like, "Yo, man, yo, I got this LB. I had we were we were actually like shrooming. I think it was like New Year's Eve or some shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And we were shrooming, but we were like, man, we're not staying at this party for no countdown, man. Let's go, let's go back and like bring a New Year in with a beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he threw that shit on, and you know, it was just I just immediately just start coming with that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. like. I think, you know, same way we had that. I sent it to uh, Sufi and Sufi, you know, he did his thing and then Satire came through and we just knocked it out. And then a dog came through and, you know, the fucked up thing, there was another version that a dog did. He used to have this way where he can do his crazy voice, but I guess he had lost that effect or some shit. So he redid it that way, but he had another version that was even crazier. Oh, man. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah any crazier than he's, it is, I don't know if I can handle it. He's overdue <laughs> some ill-ass way. He, I don't know, man. I, he lost the effect or some shit. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, you know, but that's yeah, reality. You know, that stuff Schumann, happens. Shrooming, Fucking shrooming, man. I don't do that. I'm telling you, dude, because I see, man, first time I shroomed, man, it was just like I was talking to somebody and then all of a sudden their mouth just started dropping like, in the like Bugs Bunny days, like, beer, beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you talking to somebody and the eyes bulging out their head, and you're just trying to act normal and shit. Funny shit ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's a little lightheartedness. That's good. It's leading us in a good direction because hip hop's fun yeah. too. You know, like we have yeah. a good time with this stuff, and it's heavy, it's real, it's this and that, but it's it's a good time, and it's a, it it sounds like it's been a long you know since TJ. It sounds like like this love story between you and hip hop. How did yeah. you how did you go? Tell us a little bit about the journey from like Joe Oz, you know, who fall, fell in love with hip hop, to Joe Oz, who can command any audience's attention and it will steal the show with your stage presence. How did, how did that kind of transformation happen? Tell us, maybe give us just well, some big stops along the way. That, that started in TJ. Cause I'll be, I had a lot of time by myself cause I didn't really have a lot of friends. Cause it was a language barrier. Except my man's Alfredo. So I would just rap in front of the mirror all fucking day. You know what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Rap my favorite songs in the mirror. I used to have fake concerts. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I'd be acting like it was, a million people around 
You know, yeah, I'd be yeah. slapping your hands and, yo, what's up? And just, you know, practicing Grammy speeches and shit. And it just started from there. Dang. You know, always rapping in front of the mirror. And then, um, you know, I started getting into dancing. And, you know, like, you know, in dancing, man, like, you, you know, dancing, b-boying and all that, like, a power move or something like that would just like kill the whole crowd. So I used to be one of them cats that could just come and do like a ill flip to a splits as a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I just be like a secret weapon. So I was like, Oh, if I do this move, I'm about to get this reaction or whatever, you know? And then, uh, fast forward, I, you know, was writing raps. I was like always the first kid that knew how to write raps, you know what I mean? So I used, I had a cool MCs, but I wrote most everybody's rap when we were coming up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and then, started doing freestyle sessions and then i remember one time there was a spot in los angeles called elements okay and i used to my my i have was from a dance crew called urban dynamics and we used to go up to the la shit and they have like you know dance ciphers and they would have like mc ciphers in the back and they would have on stage a battle you know battles mc battles for like a hundred bucks you yeah, know what yeah. i mean so yeah. and initially you know when i used to freestyle around my friends or whatever i was freestyling the tone that i really uh, talking, rapping, and we just be no, 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 no. You know what I mean? And so I went to that particular spot, and I try to come in a cipher like, yeah, one, two. What the fuck you want to do? Just like whatever regular tone, man. Those niggas ate me up. They straight house, <laughs> I couldn't even get a word out. What's up, motherfucker? You know, doing all of your face and crazy shit. And that's the first time I was like, yo, these niggas are straight house. I couldn't do shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, nah, fuck that, man. I'm a I got to come back, dude. I got to come back the next week and get these niggas. And I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, so these niggas is being loud and, you know what I mean? And they they doing my shit anyway. They being loud. They being dynamic. And I came back the next week and served every motherfucking body. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And it was intense. And I was like, oh, shit, this is what you got to do, man. You can't come bullshitting when you do this music shit. You cannot come like, oh, I'm trying to be all right. I mean, I'm trying to be number one, the best ever. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. That's how I think how my approach is. It's not like. I'm trying to be competitive with a person, but they ain't finna say, oh, he was the suckiest one. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> you, know what I mean? yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Shit, if I ain't the best, I'm gonna be the closest one. And that's just how I approach this shit, man. Like, I can't, nobody's gonna walk away like he sucked. Nah, <laughs> I don't fuck. I, I jump off a bridge and niggas thought about me like that. Like, oh, him, he sucked. No way. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know. So, and that's that, just, that energy you bring. It feels akin, like uh, inspired by whatever, influenced by however you want to say it. Buster Rhymes. I've always had that in the back of my head, like that. Oh man, that's like my number one. Yeah, that's like one of my number one influences as far as stage wise. Yeah, man, yeah. Nobody does it like Buster, man. Yeah, totally. Come on, dude. Yeah, that's my. That's one of my. I wouldn't even sit up here and lie to you. That's definitely one of my number one influences. Buster Rhymes, man. Okay. It's just he knows how to pick the ill beats. He can make a song for the ladies he can make a song for ill niggas everything you know yep. what i mean yep. and that's one thing i even on enj that's one thing i always ever try to do like one of my top idols is busting ll because they always ll can serve me on a rhyme and then he'll have a song like that's you know for the ladies or whatever yeah. and even on enj you know we had darling and yeah you know what i mean like uh, that that's one of my favorites like to this right? day. like yes that's one of my favorites for sure man you yep. know and I never, you know, I I never wanted to be one of them dudes that's, you know, I'm just in a corner. I don't like no girls, nobody, just rap, nigga. That's all we like. Not, yeah, I've yeah. never been one of them type dudes. I've always been, yo, man, we got to look fly, man. We can't be looking like no bums. Even if we ain't got money, at least clean the shit up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's jump into San Diego a little bit. Like, love, yeah. love worldwide, but hated on in my city. Yeah. Two questions Stop. about that. Mm -hmm. first what's it mean to you that you're from sd like what's it mean that you carry sd really on your back across the world man i think i love i mean san diego's a good town to live in man but you know i've been out here a long time and i just feel like from the hip-hop perspective there's so much talent there's so much new talent there's so many talented individuals but i think a lot of Who's at least in my upbringing, they were focused on being, I'm gonna be the guy to blow up San Diego. But it's like, yo, there's been numerous artists that have quote unquote blew up San Diego. You just gotta stick to your guns. Yeah. But it creates like kind of a everybody's hate, nobody's showing love to nobody except their own side. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's probably the one, the most clickish city I've ever been a part. Like LA is not clickish like that. Like, San Diego is just very clicky, in my opinion, you know what yeah. I mean? And just like 
it's hard. It's hard to show. It's hard for, you know, I think it's hard for a lot of artists to get love. Like even like Rob Stone, man, he had he had some big ass songs, dude. But he it'd be hard for him to sell out San Diego. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like shit, man. Like it's just one of those towns, man, where people just cannot show love if. It's like, man, I, I mean, like, hey, Rob Stone, you know, he sold a lot of records. I wish I could sell as much records to him, but I'm not mad at him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at him because I've done things he hasn't done. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Vice, vice versa and shit. You know what I mean? But, like, just because I didn't sell mad, a bunch of records as he sold, not, I'm not going to be mad at the nigga. You know yeah. what I mean? Or just not show much love. And I just think, I don't, I feel like, honestly, man, Los Angeles is showing me more love than San Diego, man. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If I just keep it 100. Like, yep. even now, I know they have a lot of shows that are going on, but shit, I, I've never, my phone has never ring for any bookings from any of those. <laughs> okay. I'm, being, I'm, being, I'm, I'm not hating, I'm just being real. Like, totally. I'm not going to name no names, but like, my phone has <laughs> never rings for none of those shows that they're doing. And it's like, okay, cool, all right, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's tough, you know, but I can go to Europe and, sell them out or you know or i can go somewhere else and motherfuckers don't know my rhymes totally yep so it's just tough you know yeah definitely um well you know so it sounds like musically you didn't necessarily find a home here even though this is home but no no i mean like people you know like i I mean dude we did do deep rooted for like five years before that and that shit was like on fire man and like but deep rooted was like one of the reasons why i wanted to do uh, you know, step away and do my own thing because I felt like we had reached the ceiling. Like it was no, how much further can we go but win every San Diego Music Award and all that, man. I wanted yeah. to do more, at least try to do more. You know yeah. what I mean? I just didn't want to be, you know, Joe Hawes, the fucking, you know, the fucking whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. The opener up all day and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just like, yo, man, let's, let's go, let's go play with the big boys. But beat really was, we was just ahead of our time, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yep. that's one regret. I wish that, uh, I would have tried to, I wish we would have kept it together a little longer. You know what I mean? Because even when I, we all hook back up, it's always like magic. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. But, uh, BattleBot, you guys killed it. Come on, man. But I'm just saying in general, man, yeah. I wish I wish we could have, uh, you know, kept it, get, kept it together a little longer. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, you did find an eager home, though, in L.A., and you found a really, like you said, almost like a brotherhood uh, family, yeah. you know, in yeah. Dirty Science. How did all that come together? Like, how did you connect with Exile? And what's it mean to you to be around so many just beautiful humans, creative humans? Like, you know, the crew is deep it's like and, yeah. and talented. So what's, what's it mean to you to be a part of that family? Um, man, it, it, it's an honor, but it was just all kind of just like natural, man. Like yeah. my big bro, my big homies, like my my my, my cousin. Well, actually, yeah, my big bro. Well, nigga said it. My cousin introduced me to uh, his dance crew, and I was the only MC in his dance crew. Okay. And then uh, I became from that dance crew called Urban Dynamics, right? right? And they would always take me. You know, I wasn't old enough, but they would always take me to the hip hop spots and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, like I went stage, to one. stage one and the sushi and stuff like that here in San Diego? Yeah, I don't even know. Nah, this was like L.A. shit. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Orange County shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. they would take me to uh, this spot. It was called Coop something like that. It was in Orange County or whatever. You know okay. what I mean? And it was like a ill Aloe Black would be there and Exile would be there. And my, my big bro, Boosie, he knew he was already cool with Exile. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, yo, he introduced us and shit. And, uh, you know. I was like, all right, cool. And right after we introduced, I went up on the mic and did some battle shit. Next, I was like, woo! You know, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what I used to do. Is bat- that was my thing before I started just saying, like, I'm going to do records. I was like a battle cat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so he was like, yo, I want to send you some beats. And back in them times, he really mailed me a CD of beats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, he mailed, he mailed me a, a CD of beats. And I ended up doing a song with him called uh, Do Not Touch. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. And when we did Do Not Touch, we just bonded and shit. And, like, you know, we became brothers. But yeah. during that same time, he was doing the Below the Heaven shit. So I couldn't be like, yo, let's uh, do an album together or whatever. And I was still doing the Deep Rooted thing. But we just kept saying, like, yo, man, we're going to make something happen. And then yeah. when I moved up there, we immediately got it going. But, yeah, I've been on Exile, oof, 15, 16 years. Okay. Man. And that's just how it happened yeah. between me and him. And then me and Blue, you know, Blue embraced me. I embraced Blue. And, uh, you know, so it was always, you know, Miguel used to be around. He couldn't yeah, yeah. get shows, you know what I mean? Yeah. He did shows with us where they would be like, yo, he got to sing and leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, that was 
like because Ca- Cassius King and you know Miguel, that was Blue Boys. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, from yeah. San P- Pedro, you know, also from San Diego, yeah. and then you know you had uh, Donnell Smokes, and then later on Choosy came in, and he was from San Diego. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I knew of Choosy, Choosy knew of me, but we never really bonded until Exile brought us together. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And you know, so he, so yeah, it was just all organic, man. It was all through music, man. You know what I mean? Like I. People don't, people, some people remember, but I mean, like, dude, like, before Kendrick, it was blue. You know what I'm saying? Oh, as yeah. far as, like, the, he kind of, bur- below, below the heavens, birthed blog shit. They yeah, birthed yeah. the blogs. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. they blew up through blogs, bro. Yeah. Straight up. You know what I mean? Totally. So, you got to understand, to see that at his, at his, you know, it was, it, it was a beautiful thing when, when we all initially connected. And it's still, man, it's, and it's even better this time, man, because we all got more wisdom and we all, seeing each other go through stuff and grow, man. And it's beautiful, man. You know? Yeah, definitely. I jump in front of a bullet for my guy, Blue. You know yeah, what I mean? definitely. Nigga want to say something about Blue? Better go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. Okay, as we're winding down, I want to touch on a couple other things real quick. So you know damn well that this EP only made your your audience hungrier, like an appetizer. Oh yeah, and so oh, yeah. I can't I can't help but wonder like, is mixtape or LP like around the corner next year? Man, 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 LP is definitely coming, man. LP is co- definitely coming, man. Uh, I'm just, we're just in a mode of putting everything available to be streamed, man. Like, okay, you know, like mixtape, a hey, be for sale. I'm just you know, yep. the, just let's let the let's let the you know the more the more content you have out there, yep. I think it, I think it serves better for you. Of you know course. what I mean? Like yeah. I would advise nobody to take a four year break like I did, but it was uh, a lot of things that factored to that, and it was all you know. And I still was you know I still was touring, I still was doing my thing. But as far as like putting music out, I wouldn't advise anybody to do it like that. But yeah. I we had to re- I me personally I had to relearn the industry. And just figure how a, a different way to attack this, man. You know, yeah. so now I'm excited because now in the midst of me trying to figure out the rules, we found out there that there is no rules. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So you can do what the fuck you want to do. But yeah, we have a vinyl and it's only going to be 200 pressed of Furnace, of the Furnace EP, yeah. of the Furnace EP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, that's through Fat also, Beats. Yeah, through Fat Beats, through okay. Fat Beats. And I mean, I would honestly say the the actual album and we got like a, you know a million songs for the actual albums pretty much 75 percent done so yeah. it'll be coming soon man it'll be coming soon man like a session away i would say you know what i mean a Dope. session away man yeah. but we got shit that is totally i think I mean, this is different it's just different from the e and j but we also you know satisfy e and j type heads as well you know yeah, what i mean definitely you know, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. It's coming soon, though, man. And it's going to be a constant thing. It ain't going to be gaps. It's going to be a constant in your face. You know what I mean? In yeah. your face, man. Yeah, Who knows? We might give you seven EPs before the album, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But music is going to keep coming, man. The video for Furnace should be dropping soon. And yeah. I mean, we're just going to be hitting them in the face, man. Hitting them in the face, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I always like to save a little bit of space for artists to just drop whatever's in their head do you have anything going on in your mind right now i mean you shared so much so maybe you're already you know emptied yeah. out but i just want to say man i just want to say like uh you know with this new record man and just this everything that we're doing is definitely kind of like a, a a rebirth man i want i want to i want people to you know i i, I want to give people a new inside of myself and still you know build upon the things that they already know i'm yeah. just really about building with the, my fan base and with my artistry and i want you know every artist that's out there listening because there might be some people out there that just you know they're on the they want to be an artist but you know they're they're fearful or whatever man just go out and do your thing don't worry about opinions don't worry about feelings man just 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 come from the soul and you know everything everything will work itself out man and i just you know i i I feel like that's the best that man, just being honest with your art is the best way to go, man. Being yeah. honest with your emotions and, you know, always, you know, I got to say this, always be down to apologize and, you know, always be down to just, you know, try to make peace, man. Peace, love, happiness, no fear. I think, man, that's the best route for the world, for any artist out there, just any kid trying to play hoops, any kid trying to be a doctor, or whatever, man. Just have no fear and be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you do those things, I think you'll be headed in the, in the right path. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I and another thing, like, 
shout out to everybody. You know, San Diego Massive, I, I got major love for San Diego, man. We just all, you know, we got all have to just, you know, be be showing each other love, man, you know, and just break down the egos, break down, break down the barriers, man, and just just try to make this shit grow even bigger than it is, man. Yeah. I see people out there really pushing, pushing it as well, man. Like this. There's a lot of a lot of dope talent out there, man. I'm, you know, if you if you're dope, if you dope, you from San Diego, man. Let's work. Let's get yeah. it in, man. You know what I mean? Let's build. Let's try to make this shit. Let's, let's put this shit together, man. Because there's yeah. a lot of dope talent from the town. You know, um, you got anybody in mind? That, Since you're saying it, you know, you have anybody just. I mean, talk? my guy Choosy. There's another kid that I I've heard a few jams from him that I like named Mazi. Yeah, yeah, um, Maze. You know, I, I would, it's, oh, it's Maze. Right? The M A Z H E. It's Maze. Is it M A Z H E or is it the M O Z Z Y? Yeah, I think it's M A H Z E. Dude, that, like that. that kid's ill. Yeah, I had him on my. I like uh, homie. Yeah, yeah. SD loves hip hop. He was uh, one of the West Coast Wednesday interviews. He is sick. Yeah, I like him. I mean, my man Joey Wow. I mean, there's yep. a lot of people, uh, you know, to keep your eye on. And my my bro, my bro Blame One. Shout out to my bro Blame One. He's gonna be dropping something soon. That's one of the greatest MCs of all time. Bar down. Fuck what y'all talking about. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that dude right there, bar game is stupid, man. Yeah. He got more bars yeah. than me when it just, that nigga just write a rap every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. fuck with playing one, homie. But yeah, come on, Sammy. Let's, let's bring this shit together, man. It's not, it's better together than separate, man. You know? Yep, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's, let's bring this shit together, man. This is, you know, just keep doing your art, man. Furnace EP is out, man. You know? Get it, yep. And where can people find it now? Um, I know it, it dropped early today, but then um, today being Thursday, and then it drops for real or whatever Friday, correct? It drops at midnight tonight, so okay. Friday, yeah, man. It yeah. Just you know, go go out and get that shit, man. Stream that shit, play that shit, go to sleep and keep that shit on play. You know what <laughs> yep, I mean? And yep. just keep supporting, man. Keep supporting, man. But I'm excited, man. Well, we're about to take this shit too, man. This is just the tip of the iceberg. This is just like. You know, you pour, what's that shit called? Crystal light inside the juice? Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of permeates the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, okay, you put a little crystal light inside the water so y'all can really get right. You like the flavor. Now, let's, let's, <laughs> let's make a few more jars. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, I think that's a great place to end it. Um, thank you so much for your time and energy, Joaz. Um, thank you for your contribution to the culture, to hip-hop. I mean, everything you've done for San Diego and just for spending some time with Act Like You Knew. God, man, much love to you, man. I really respect your platform. You're one of the most genuine cats, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep building, man. It's all love, man. Yeah. Hey, yo, this is Joe House of Dag Savage. Act like you knew, bitch. <laughs> Once again, this is Nate New Balance Witzel with the Act Like You Knew podcast on the PlatformCollection.com podcast network. Visit platformcollection.com, sdloveshiphop.com. Check out the dirty science everywhere. That's Joe Haas, Dag Savage. Uh, we're talking Choosy, Blame One, Cassius King, The Last Artful Dodger, Fashion, Eminem, and on and on. Peace, love, and hip hop. <laughs> <laughs>